0: KO's got you covered this footy season with every game of every round live and ad break free during play. Wow, in the AFL this week, there are some huge games. Collingwood versus Adelaide, live with no ad breaks during play, exclusive in Victoria. Giants versus Bulldogs. Oh, I remember that game. I think it was 2016 at Giants Stadium to get the Bulldogs into the grand final. I will never forget that one. Live with no ad breaks free during play, exclusive in Victoria. And Essendon versus North Melbourne. Geez, that's the old Ben McKay Cup, exclusive to Fox Footy, available on KO. Don't forget those NBA playoffs. They are dominating at the moment. It is just getting bigger and better than ever. Watch every game of both Eastern and Western Conference's finals live with ESPN on KO. There's plenty of room for everyone, no matter what you want to watch. So get on board with KO. Now also available on Hubble.
1: Hi, fam. It's Dylan's mum, Deborah. This is Dylan Friends. So you to embarrass yourself? And I was like, bro, do you want me to do all seven verses? Be arrogant, didn't know all yeah. seven.
2: <laughs> I've been in a bad team for 10 years, and we got a chance to do something pretty special this year.
3: All you can do is put your hand up and say you're wrong. Banter is a way that guys connect, a way that we can kind of
4: play it safe with someone until we get to know them.
5: I try to fix people sometimes, I'm like, Dan, stop doing that, just listen. And you stack on top of that, the habit of not taking your phone when you take your dog. It's easy.
6: They had no other way to get out of the cave, and we either turn our backs on them, in which case they're going to die. Or we give this crazy idea a go. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review.
1: Welcome <laughs> to the Dylan
0: Friends BNF! Welcome. Wow! Welcome. Sorry. Hey everyone, welcome. Welcome to the Dylan Friends BNF. This is an exciting time, long time to make. We've got the Wolfest Bone over here, we've got Darcy. Big Donkey Darcy over here as well, and we are ready to uh, get into the 2022 BNF. This is so exciting. Bit of a recap of the year, talk about some reflections, some peaks and pits, call some listeners, honourable mentions, top 10, then fifth and fourth, and then the 3 2 1. Make some calls. And make some calls and talk to you all and just talk about the year. And as I said, Ha, uh, celebrate it! Play some uh, little snippets, and it's going to be really, really fun. So, welcome to us, Bone. How are you? Go on, the Wolf. Very good, very good. Excited
1: for the break. Give uh, us a howl. Uh, <laughs> Slamming Wolf and Handsome Dust. How are you? I'm really well. I'm excited for this. Yeah, me too. It's good to reflect.
0: It's been crazy, isn't it? Like you go back through all these, and we're like, bloody hell, we did some episodes, didn't we? <laughs> we sure did. And um, even on that as well, I was reflecting on the year. What a year it's been. Darcy wasn't anybody working here last year.
1: Darcy, let's rate Darcy out of ten for his first year. I'm gonna go with ten. I was gonna go with eleven. It's been great, great
0: member to the to the team. What's your favorite Darcy memory? Yeah, uh, why don't
2: you look me in the eye when you say it
0: too? Favorite Darcy memory? Well, you put me on the spot. There's so many. Uh, would have to be his first week that he was here. Actually, he recorded something and didn't and deleted the whole thing, and he had to tell me, and it was like the fu- he was like he was dying. Like I could remember, I could the look in his eyes. He was like. Thought that he was like he thought first impressions die. last mm. yeah and it was the first week as well it was and, great and looking back it was an episode of two hundred plus so I've had plenty of good memories we had that conversation that one time and did, then did we, we played table tennis together that one time I think I beat you
7: Yep. That sounds and, about right
0: um, yeah so there's heaps of stuff um, also Darcy got us got more greens golf started got more greens golf started he definitely did on that we also this year one thing we weren't doing this year that we we're doing last year. We were, weren't
1: recording minis. Minis wasn't a thing. That was a thing in 2022. Well, we, I think we, uh, we were initially right. going to call it round tables or something. Yeah. And minis. Who came up with minis? I think- Probably you. I think, <laughs> I th- I You're always come- doing things like that. I don't want to claim everything,
0: but I think I did come up with that. And it wasn't like a- um, We're trying to think of something cool, like the deal brief or something like that. We're like, mm, no, let's just call them the minis because they're mini episodes. But then some of them turn into frigging longies. Mm. Long episodes. (laughs) So that's what happened. Very good. Um, We also did the Dylan Friends trip to Europe. Actually, yeah, to Europe. We went to London, Scotland, and then I went to Greece and Hungary, which was awesome. So to be able to somehow pull that together with work was unbelievable. Big thanks to Coinspot again, who are doing the BNF with us today on that as well. So, yeah, as I I mentioned, this episode is brought to you by our friends at Coinspot doing incredible things at Coinspot BNF. The winner uh, of today's episode being the guest that got the most votes so you all voted and we cannot thank you enough for all those things. I think there was over 3000 votes um, for this award as well. So we really really appreciate it. That's an army. That's an army and I don't take that for granted. Three like that is just incredible. So I really really do appreciate it. That's why we're going to be calling um, a few of you today to have a chat and get to know you, see how, you know, what episodes you liked, a little bit more about you and bring you into the episodes. But the winner, sorry, that gets crowned the victor of the 2022 BNF, last year's winner with Max Gorn, and they get $5,000 worth of money, which is Australian dollar, to give to their charity of choice. Wow. So that's exciting.
1: That's a great really, way to really really finish good.
0: the year. And then the winner, someone that uh, voted as well, that we'll speak to today, will also get $500 worth of Bitcoin.
1: Ooh, Bitcoin. And a friend's pack, which would be cool. Do you have any Bitcoin?
0: I do. Wow. Yeah, I do have some Bitcoin. How's it's, it going? Not great at the moment, no, but yeah. it, it will be going good. I, I, I like it. Look, I don't tell anyone to do things. You do your own research. Yeah, um, That's not my place to be doing that. But I thought um, maybe some highlights of your year. What's been your highlight of the year? What's been the funnest day you've had in the office? Funnest day in the office. Weird one. Yeah.
2: Remember when Jack Post came in and we played table tennis all day?
0: Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> I really enjoyed that. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. That was um, a good day. We just, he literally just came in randomly to play table tennis.
2: Yeah.
1: And that was, like, early on for me, and I thought, how is this job, mate? It's a strange, strange play it a very
0: strange place, Sam? Got um, on?
1: It's got to be a day in the UK because we'll count oh, that as work. Of course, yeah, we will. And it is split between the day where we went around and did a bunch of different activities that, that we... the Dylan Friends community suggested, and then we went into the local football team there.
0: That was a – I reckon I'm going to say 70,000 steps that day. Yeah. Like, think about it. We trained with an AFL uh, – 70,000. Mate, we walked. We went from London's a lot bigger than Melbourne. And we went to all the places that people said, like, statistically is not the word I'm looking for. Logistically is the one I'm looking for. Contrary, they both end the same. But logistically, (laughs) it was a bit of a nightmare to, to like, organise. And we didn't realise how far away everything was. So getting around there, running, riding, scootering. We went all around London, filmed all those things. And then we had to go all the way to training, which was, like, another 30 minutes away. Mm. Trained. Went back, had a couple brewskis with the boys Colin and girls. Nectars, we had, had a pub. really good time, uh, you boys. Yeah, we had, went to
1: the pub, had a
0: curry. At then the we pub. went, we had a curry at the pub, and then we went back to the house with a few of the boys. It kicked on, got pretty late, and uh, the the wolf was didn't want it. I said, "Wolf, we got to go home." He said, "Oh," <laughs> he was just howling at the moon at that stage. He of does moon, that, doesn't he? He does. He the, the, the sun was coming up at that stage too. I think he was a bit upset. That's when I he, went home. That, that's when he went home because he's a werewolf. Um, so yeah, it was a good trip. Really enjoyed it. Uh, that was a good day. That's a, I'd have to say that was a very good day as well. Um, What's your highlight, Ben? Oh, jeez, every day. <laughs> every day. No, I have to say, I think for me the best thing is, and not to get um, sentimental, I think the best part for me is I just love uh, so so much of my life I've been able to, you know, you get that scaries on Sunday and you think, fucking hell, I've got to go to work tomorrow. And I just don't think I've ever had that. This oh, year. That's mm-hmm. I get it every yeah, week, which is just being yeah. I can, you do, I can imagine you do. <laughs> They're big for me. Yeah, <laughs> so well, it's good to know you guys get them, but I um I don't. So I'm really excited about them. Let me ask good.
1: you a question, please. Do based on all the experiences you've had this year, mm. what is one bit of advice you would give to yourself at the start of 2022?
0: Take risks. Take risks. That is such a generic thing to say. But I look back at all the things that we did this year, and none of them, when we did them, were like they—they they didn't seem—they didn't seem sensible to do. With Darcy being here for nearly a year now, I'll say. But like even hiring, I was like, "How the fuck are we? You know, this is—we're not we are responsible for people now. Like this is actually scary. Like it's, you know, if we had gone under, and I was like, "Oh sorry mate, you have to to yeah. find a new put him job on the street." Yeah, put him on the- It's just like that was probably one thing that was awesome that we knew. Like don't get me wrong, we knew that it would, th- but you just don't know. what's going to happen so that was probably one thing that we took a risk on the other thing was like the the london trip that we spoke about like that was just a pure risk and by the way a lot of the things we've done with these taking risks a lot of them haven't paid off like there's been a lot of things that we probably fucked up um as a business the whole year and that's things that are still like going but like even for example 200 plus like we started that great show awesome but we just didn't know how hard that was going to be to start another show and build that up and all those sort of things. And then towards the end of the year, it started coming a lot better. And next year it'll be a great show again, but we just started it. And um, at the start I was like, shit, this is, it actually cost us a lot more than we, you know, we didn't do any very well on that at all. Um, But we just created something cool that was awesome. So I think it's just like, yeah, just take risks and see which ones pay off.
1: I think even on top of that, like I think a lot of people would probably think we're some kind of podcast experts. We are not at all. Like we we know how to do them, but you know, we're, we're still we're still work, working a lot of it out.
0: But even on like, isn't this a chat that we had, and it was hard to nearly admit this year because you know we have been really lucky with a couple of shows we've created that have gone well, and we were just thinking, oh, we'll just roll this out for everything. Yeah. Not the case. Like, didn't happen as well as we were hoping for the next sort of three or four ones, and and at that, so we had to pivot and adapt and get better at that. But yeah, we um. We really had to humble ourselves early going, geez, you blokes think you know everything and you really don't. Um, And we got people in to help us uh, do that. And um, we're still growing. So yeah, it's a big one, isn't it? It's like take risks and never know, think you know. As soon as you think you know what you're doing, Mm. you fucking don't, like you're going backwards. Mm. So
1: Yeah, it's a bit of everything, isn't it? Yeah, it's
0: life. Anyway, uh, good year, reflecting on that. But I just think like, how cool, you know, a year ago, maybe just over a year ago, I'm gonna count COVID because that was a weird time but we just got this office space we had no studios we had it was me and Sam basically the only ones here and now we have like heaps
1: of people here we were in a small room probably 15 months ago we were in a small, doing the best we fairness we were in a small bedroom the year before yeah yeah that's strange Which is to cool. think about. above anyway, a cafe yeah above
0: a cafe but again i don't want to sound like it's just been a smooth ride there's been a lot of stuff and and we will i think we will we should be more honest with how things don't go our way a lot of the time as well because there's definitely a lot of those uh things that, that happened but i try and block them out <laughs> yeah block out the haters we delete. The road. <laughs> delete. We delete, just move on <laughs> move on to the next one and keep going keep trying so i'd say that's my highlight but uh yeah very very good hey honorable mentions of some um shows now we know the top 10 in there so maybe give me a couple of your boys sort of favorite ones that um you enjoyed this year that didn't quite get in the top 10 but you lot really liked
1: Okay. Maybe, you, you, you know, you I'll give one. go, okay. And I think I said this last week, but it was definitely the Cal Toomey episode. Yeah, you love that one. Mm. And that was your idea but, too. But that's also just like a personal <laughs> preference because I'm a bit of a footy enough. Yep. And I like, uh, I love the draft. So to hear someone, but then to hear someone talk about it so like passionately and really know their stuff, I just found that quite inspiring on, Experts. A, dif- on a different level, like mm. not just entertainment. I was like, fuck, it's, it's cool to be that passionate about something. Yeah. It really is.
0: And even with um, with and I don't know if, I don't think we went into depth of it last week, but how much he's sort of seen, you know, growing up in my era, there was, you know, Kevin Shifter Sheehan and, you know, he was sort of the traditional draft guru, but then Cal sort of taken it to the next level on that money ball type operation and just knows these guys ins and outs and is connected to like social media and the new age mental um, testing and all these sorts of things was, was pretty unbelievable. And the stuff I love about that show as well is the stuff you talk about now, like in three years, to go back and listen and go, like, all right, what were we thinking then and then see what these players have done is cool. And even talking about the drafts of five years ago that we are talking about and to see what's happened to those clubs mm-hmm. since, like, you know, the Melbournes and stuff, and you look at that and you're like, "What the fuck did they pick this guy and Clayton Oliver, who at that stage didn't play Vic Country, didn't do anything, and then now he's the best player in the competition. Like, that is, is unbelievable. Like, how that happened is incredible.
1: yeah. It's like it's like buying stocks and stuff. It it's is. just a really interesting kind it of like is. growth over time. Hindsight.
0: Yeah. Did you yeah, like I you? Think. You're a Melbourne man, so you would have liked that.
2: I did. I did enjoy mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Another honourable mention. Yes. Speaking mm-hmm. of Melbourne, I love the Nathan Jones episode. Yeah, I know. that was that was good for all the D's nuffies and AFL nuffies out there. Yeah. I think.
0: Yeah, we we've spoken about him a lot, but he was he was awesome. Um, I don't know. You have an opinion on people, not an opinion, but you have like maybe a preconceived idea of people and what they're going to be like, and. He was everything and more. Just a great guy. So in touch with... I think, like, to be completely honest, and I think we even had this chat in it, I was thinking, because if I was in his position and going through what he went through, I would, I reckon I would have been a bit, like, pissed off. Oh, you'd have to be. Like, as in pissed off and disappointed. But the way he articulated and how he would worked through that and used it as like, yeah, you know, I didn't get what I wanted, but I learned so much more about myself. Yeah. It's just like... Such a positive
1: experience for him,
2: which you just can't believe.
1: Yeah. And his story is so such a good example of that because he is the epitome of someone who deserved a premiership Mm. or deserved what they didn't get. Mm. So, like, he's the perfect person to kind of speak Mm. on that subject, which is probably why he got forced to learn from it and grow and accept it. But it
0: goes back to everything. It's like you don't really deserve anything, do we? Like, we just have to keep going and he just said it as well it's like you'd be better or you'd be better and we say it all the time it's not what happens it's how you react to it you just got to keep punching and and he's done that he's dominating now and in his um respective field and has a love of his teammates and fans and everything but yeah very cool
1: an example of like someone who like we're really grateful to getting because like he didn't go to someone else and kind of speak about that first he, could he, have. he came to us yeah which is really cool and that happens a fair bit which is like part no, of the that.
0: beauty of the show um i'll go through a few of mine i have five uh jonah oliver I don't know if I can speak speaking about this guy, but I just, if you haven't listened to that one, please do.
1: Maybe talk about the Cam Smith thing, because that, that's the part that I found the
0: most oh, interesting. Oh, about when he, he hooked like and sinked me?
1: Yes. Yeah. There's, there's but just certain, the story as well is quite good. Yeah. There's
0: certain things that pop up in episodes, and I
2: can tell straight away when you like them, because yeah. you just have this like look in your eye, mm. and then the following two, three, I four weeks, it. <laughs> you keep bringing it <laughs> yeah. up in the other episodes.
0: And Jonah Oliver was definitely one of those episodes. Yeah. Would you want to explain that part? do you remember it confidence versus competence no i like that one too but i was more yeah that part sorry so we're talking about confidence versus competence and how you know everyone overrates confidence it's like oh i'm not feeling confident i can't do this he goes no no there's no such thing as confidence it's about competent competency so like if you're not competent in doing something you can't be confident in you know doing it and um you know did this incredible chat And i was like fucking hell that makes so much sense like the only time i've ever been nervous in something is because i'm not confident, uh, competent in it, or I haven't done it enough to be confident. And um, we we're talking about that. And then I was like, oh yeah, but it reminds me of the time, you know, like Cam Smith and I was at the open and I was watching him and he's coming to the last round. He's like one over or under, he like needs to like shoot this uh, score to win. And he was walking up there and he was just so calm and confident. Like, he just knew what he was doing. You really built it up, Really. Too. Like, I was telling him about five minutes, and I was like, I'm doing a great job here. I was like, I'm really just calm." He's just so confident. Like, how is he so confident in these situations? He's not panicking at all. And Jonah's like, mate, he was – like, let me stop you there. The hole before that, he had a sip of water and nearly choked on his water. Like, he was that nervous. He was that afraid and had so much performance anxiety, but he just had the confidence – that he knew that he could get it done. And I was like, yes. Okay. <laughs> Light bulb. We just spoke about this for <laughs> and a half an hour, but I didn't pick up on it. But yeah, it was, I love that chap. Anyway, great guy. Listen to that episode. The other one was, um, Salte with the bridge project. Um, Awesome dude, love this chat, just, you know, so open about his life um, and his you know uh, his struggles and successes. Um, being, you know, a young guy from Shepparton, getting into a bit of trouble, committing some crimes, unfortunately landing in prison, turned his life around and now doing some incredible work with The Bridge Project. Um, Gary Jubelin, another one that we really enjoyed, did that one up in Sydney. Gary Jubelin obviously does, he has one of the biggest, you know, crime podcasts in Australia He's a former detective, has worked on some of the biggest cases. Um, in Australian, yeah like massively they even got like a I think he had an underbelly badness that he was on like it was about him and the case that he was doing so he was really really good the other one was Will Murray recently um, Will's actually messaged us last week we because his episode was so late in the year it didn't qu- it's actually qualifying for the 2023 best and fairest that's fair so he didn't he'll be in that next year no no qualms whatsoever and could take it out but he reckons that he would have won it Yeah. Oh. wow um which is not that's confidence. It is that is competence exactly. and confidence. So he was awesome. And one that I just really loved and does, you know, the Tofu Princess, she doesn't necessarily love giving me feedback that's positive. Compliments. Compliments, a lot of the time, I would say. But she really loved the Vincent Aducci episode. Not so much of me, just of him, I think, but <laughs> just like loved it. Just really, she's like, it was so like raw in terms of like you know not scripted and there was a lot of fuck ups in there and a lot of like poor like just we were just sort of chatting and just buzzing but it was just a good episode for she said for like young people that maybe don't know what they want to do yet or can are looking at that in entrepreneurial sort of side of things and um, if you looked at it like, you know, she sort of spelled this out after. But she goes, if you think about it, like you two, none of you have degrees in what you're doing, and he definitely doesn't. He said that as well. Like he's like, he's not a designer. He's has no skills in that. But he just went out and created this awesome brand.
1: And what was your advice for you at the start of the year?
0: Take risks There
1: you go. Love that.
0: That's a that's a circular. It's a theme. It's a circular. I really enjoyed that. That was a really a theme, good. Yeah. That was a bit of Jonah Oliver about that. I'm not gonna lie. Didn't he just read the moment? He did. Perfectly. He Let me did. stop you right there. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just... Shh. Um, anyway, let's get uh, into it, gentlemen. We're going to call... Uh, we are going to call... Who are we calling? Let me see. We're going to call... We're going to call Shane. Shane is our friend. Hello, this is Shane. Shane, it's Dylan Buckley, mate. How are you? And Darcy and Sam.
4: Oh. G'day, mate, how you going? Good, what's happening? Yeah, oh did you? Uh, <laughs> what were you listening <laughs> yeah, to? I don't know
0: now. Oh, how good. Awesome. Hey yeah. mate, Um, Esbon and Darcy oh, here you. as well.
4: Oh,
1: good. how are you? mate, how you going? Shane, how are Very you? Very
0: well. Hey Shane, um, what's mate, we're just calling you. Thank you so much for your love and support and entering the uh, the BNF this year, mate. We uh, we really, really appreciate everything and um, yeah, just want to say good day and have a chat and uh, tell us a bit about yourself, mate. Where are you from? How old are you? What's happening?
4: Uh, I'm from Perth, um, I'm a friggy, 30 years, 31 in a week, just I'm flat out at the moment, air conditioning at 35 degrees. So
0: Absolutely, love that. Hey, Great. is this correct in saying that you only found the podcast this year and you'd already caught up on every episode?
4: Yeah, I found it probably like, uh, not every episode, I, I found it probably late oh. June I started listening and I just started at Emma Murray and listened all the way up until I sort of caught up live and then I've gone back and listened to a like um Andrew Russell and a few other things since
1: so what is some of your favorites Shane
4: oh the Andrew Russell one's the one I've probably sent to the most people Andrew Russell, you say? Andrew Russell
1: yeah 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 no me
0: too mate I love that one the one I'd probably repeat this nearly every episode and people get sick of it when he spoke at the end about about grit and just like rocking up when even when it's like you know it's raining you don't want to go but you just get it done and you just want to be that person who shows up
4: yeah man you mentioned a lot of, um it's always in the back of your mind, eh? <laughs> 100%. But, um, yeah, even all these just, we talked about sleep and all those, like, learned heaps from that. And, you know, nowadays people will just say, oh, I'm just knackered all the time. Like, oh, listen to this. Like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> so good. Mate, thank you again so much for everything, mate. We've got to um, get your details off the line and I'm going to send you a doing Friend's um, merch pack and, and just can't thank you enough for all your love and support this year, mate. And, and being a part of it really does mean a lot.
4: No, and No, thank you guys. You guys do an awesome job, eh? It's really good. It's, I've learned heaps of... Uh, Evolved a lot, listened back to a lot, and yeah, you guys are making a huge difference. So, you can't under, undersell it. Uh, you're doing an awesome job, so oh, I appreciate it. It well. means
0: a lot. Thank you. And, and lastly, is there anyone that you'd um, you'd really want to hear? Is there anyone that's just tickling and going, you'd love to get them on the show?
4: Oh, I don't know. I think uh, it'd be good to hear from Sam Doherty or Ben Cunnington. Yeah. Some of the things they've gone through. Yeah, but obviously, I don't know if that's. Tough for them to talk about or not, so but that'd
0: be that'd be awesome. Ah mate, you're a star. We really really do appreciate it. Have a great Christmas, and uh, we'll uh, hopefully be over in WA soon, mate, and, and do some um, some cool stuff over there as well. So we'd love to love yeah, to catch mate, up in person, have a couple cordials. Appreciate it. Thanks so much, Shane. Cheers. What a good man. What a lovely guy! Man, we I know we say this every time, but why do we not? We got to do this more next yeah. year. Hey, your uh,
2: your eyes lit up then when uh, Ben. Just Ben Cunnington. Yeah, I. Mm. Oh, he'd be great.
1: He'd be awesome. Well, I just don't. We know, just it, haven't had any north players. We I'm haven't had any north players. That. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> we haven't had any north players. But
1: obviously, Ben Cunnington is uh, a star. Um, but do you know about Ben Cunnington? Notorious for not doing. An that's what I mean. I interview. think yeah. it's hard to get
0: someone. Yeah, I'd like to think. You know, if we're going to set high and take risks and go for it, I reckon we could get him.
1: It'd be yeah, it's a great challenge.
0: and He's a good fisherman to too. On. Loves fishing. Obviously, got an incredible story with what he's been through. And, you know, Sammy and him are really quite. They talk a fair bit about uh, everything that they've you know been through. And um, yeah, seems like a great guy. So I oh, would love to have him on the pod next year if we possibly could. But again, Shane, how good are, he's like. You know, it'd be obviously very hard to talk about that. But
1: um, you would love to get him on. Well, imagine getting. Sam and Ben on. If Ben didn't want to do it what, by himself. What
0: have you done today? That, can, 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 he had a half-strength coffee before.
1: It's doing can we just for feed him
0: them every day? This bloke's fucking... He's on. He's on. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Stop. Yeah. Come, he was. Well, by the way. He was I on. I hope people are picking up on this, but we, we actually don't think the wolf nickname is cool. We are taking the piss with that. Or is it oh, words? are we? Yeah. Oh, I think it's cool. <laughs> oh, oh! you got, you got to yeah. steer into the crash. Yeah, we love it. <laughs> just stay safe. Yeah, we love that. Um, let's go through the top 10, shall we? Let's do oh, it. So, the, so this is 10 to 6. Number 10.
1: Peter Bowl. Peter Bowl. Peter, oh, Pete. Incredible. I was genuinely excited when Peter was coming up.
0: Yeah. We spoke to Pete as well. We spoke to Pete as well just after he um, competed. I think, sorry, just after he got home, which was a couple of months after his race, but um, incredible guy in the Olympics, obviously. And just, it's weird to say this, but like that was nearly just one, everyone thinks like that's what he's known for and that's his thing. But listening to that episode, it was like one of a million other things that we touched on that were so interesting in that episode, like, you know, being from WA and how he got into his running and he was actually you know, on basketball scholarship and just all the things he's learned from that. And even being an individual athlete, like I didn't know a lot about that as well, which is like super hard, you know, like getting your own funding to go to these games, your own sponsorships and how hard it is, like your team's so minimal compared to playing in like, you know, professional
1: sports that have teams around them. So it was a real eye-opener. How do you think you'd go like in uh, individual sports like that? Well. Like, especially like running, it yeah. would be very... Monotonous.
0: It's 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 takes a special person, I think, to be able to do that. Um, You have to be very self motivated, I think.
1: Yeah. Imagine like all the times you train with Carlton, maybe like add another training onto it each week, and you're doing them all by yourself. Maybe with a group, but like you're in your own game. Yeah. And you're really like in team sports, you are very much competing against your own teammates, but this is different.
0: Um, I loved what he said as well, and you might have to refresh me on this paraphrasing of his quote, but it was about like when he was running and he's like, oh, everyone can run fast, but can you do it when it counts? You know, like on the big stage, the big stage. you know, in the Olympics, you know, like these times, you know, you can run them and you track or your home deck, but you're there, you're in a different time zone, you got to rock up and he goes, you yeah, got fucking get it done.
1: It's pretty crazy, isn't it? Mm. Just like the, the Olympics just being one event, like imagine messing it up. It's pretty scary. Yeah,
0: yeah. And that just links back to Jonah Oliver as well, who spoke about a similar thing. I'm sure they would have worked together, to be honest, without
1: confirming, I reckon they would have.
0: Were you here for Peter Boll? I wasn't here for Peter Boll, but oh I... Oh, my God. So Darcy wasn't right? even no. here for
1: Peter Boll yet. That's how new Darcy is. That's the impact this man's had. We think he's been here forever. Crazy. <laughs> you weren't here for Peter Boll. When was Peter Boll?
2: Was it early? He was early. Very early. He yeah, was started in April. So very
0: early in the year. I reckon must he must been... have been really... Very early in the year. Um, number nine. Drum roll. Maybe we could add in a drum roll. No, I like the I authentic... Like the on the table okay. as well. Job Watson. Job. Job was great. jB Joby. Joby. Job. Joby, so Joby. You knew Job was going to be good. We did, yeah. We weren't surprised with that one. Job was one where you
2: had it in the calendar and I was sort of looking forward to it for the entire week. Just
0: that's nice. Well. That's really nice. That's nice. Excited tell to me that. Him. You should tell me that more. I like that. I think that's
1: um, about Job, not you. Yeah.
0: Uh, <laughs> no, he was good. He was an um, awesome guy. Uh, it was one of those ones as well when you get people on. I get really nervous asking people on the show. Why, was, why is that? I don't know. Just sometimes, like, I didn't really know Job that well, like... Is it rejection? Rejection, but also, like, I... For someone that asks people on their show a lot, it's something that I hate putting people out of their time. So I always think that, like, someone's... They're always... They're not they're going to be keen or they don't want to do it, which is totally fair enough. But I think it's just mentally for me, like, going, oh, fuck, you know, I'm asking him. He's got to come here and do it. Like, wasting his time. Is he going to actually want to do it or is he just doing it for a favour? But... He couldn't be more like, so, and and to be honest, everyone's keen to do it once they get here. Um, But that's just in my head, I build that up. So I was actually really scared messaging him being
1: like, oh no, is he actually going to want to come and came in and absolutely dominated. One one part that stuck with me with Joe was him talking about when, you know, he was going through a hard time, you moved to the New York and then he was walking around the streets in Melbourne before he left, looking at the ground because he didn't want anyone to talk to him. Mm. Imagine that. And then. And then obviously the positive side of going to New York, he, he started walking around and he could you know be himself and you know expose himself and wasn't worried about someone giving him weird looks. Imagine going through something like that. That would be character divining. I remember Honestly. he said when he was in Melbourne going through that whole saga, he said he was
2: existing but not really living. And I think at the time, like no one was really thinking about the toll it was taking on, on all individual. those players. So yeah. it was so interesting just hearing him discuss
0: that yeah it was my probably favorite part like of the the chat and what i got out the most of it was obviously that part but then what happened next and how he said that you know when he moved to the states and started hanging out with people that he didn't know and were new people and new experiences and you know being out of your comfort zone and and learning new things and being open to like doing new things where he was going like kayaking and mountain climbing and just shit that he just didn't normally traditionally do and like, i think about that know we we always internalize and reflect and go fuck has that happened to me and I think always if there's one bit of advice that I could say to someone is like get try and find another friendship group outside of your own try and move into state for work if that opportunity comes up you know go overseas and if you if you can and if you want to travel and meet new people like getting out of your comfort zone and, and meeting people that you don't necessarily have anything in common with you can learn so much from and i think for me i was so like in my own world when i was younger too like reflecting on it and i was like i'm so in my own world i lived in a like three kilometer radius you know like went to school lived at home played it and i was like didn't move out of that bubble and then when i like went and met new people and. That I was like, "Jeez, what are the odds?" You fucking learn something from other people because you're not used to just hearing the same shit all the time. Yeah, um, and generally
1: your life improves.
0: And generally life improves. We just it broadens your uh, it broadens your perspective. Perspective is a word. Yeah, it's a great word. It broadens your perspective on life because, like, if you hang around the same people all the time, you're getting one opinion. And normally, you've got to like be able to talk to different people with different beliefs and different journeys and I oh, know that's one thing I love about the show as much, but I, I think for me that was a, a real big going, fuck, that, that was, a, I had a very similar circumstance, not on that scale, but, you know, res- uh, respective to like my own
1: situation, that was that for me. Mm. One way I always think about it and what you're describing right now is you can, you can know things, but you can't, sometimes you don't understand them. Yes. And I think when you do open up your perspective for real and go traveling and mm. move to different places, you knew these things before, but now you understand them. Mm. Do you know what I mean by that?
0: I do. And I was watching Good Will Hunting the other night. So, you know, when Robin Williams sits down with Matt Damon on the bench and prior to that, the scene is like Matt Damon goes into the office with him and he's like looking at the painting being like, you married the one woman and he just digs in and like cracks it. And then after that, Robin Williams is like, you know, you kept me up all night, you like all this sort of stuff. And then he he, was like, I went into a deep, peaceful sleep because I realised – you're just a boy and you know nothing he's like you know if i went in here if if i asked you about uh paintings you could tell me about vincent van gogh and all these things but have you ever been to the 16th chapel and, and seen it in real life and he's like if i told you about girls you'd tell about that like, yeah William like, Shakespeare. Yeah. and he's like if i told you about love and he goes you'd do this because but have you ever you know relied on someone and he's like that was it. it's like you don't fucking know anything you have no experiences you've never been out of like this town um, so you don't actually know anything about it. As much as you can know, you don't know. So.
1: It's literally you, you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, You're talking about it, but you don't know. Exactly. Yeah, I like that. That's one of the best fucking movies ever, by the way. I've seen it about 40 times. Oh, it doesn't
0: – you don't want to watch it – got to watch it when you want to watch it. Like you got to be in the mood to – because there's so much in it. But that bit gets me – that hits me in the feels. I was tearing up at that. I loved
1: it. You yeah, know, it's my favorite – without getting into cool, yeah. kind of but the same way he's like – my favourite time in the morning is when I walk up to your house and I'm hoping that yeah, you're not there. Oh, it's goosebumps. There's a,
0: <laughs> one more bit of that when he's like, they're having the fight, the two, uh, the mathematician and the psych, I can't remember their names, and he's like, do you know why he hangs around with those guys? Because if he asked, they'd fucking kill someone for him. Like, yeah, you know, they, they, mate.
1: they'd sit down in traffic <laughs> for yeah, him. Yeah,
0: yeah. Anyway, uh, moving on. So that was what we got at Joe Watson. Somehow so, got uh, into
1: goodwill hunting. Number six, Matt Damon.
0: <laughs> yeah, number eight. Big Cox. Before the drum roll. Sorry. Big Ma- uh, Mason, Coxie, what did you guys think? I, I had no idea what to expect. I didn't know Mason coming in, but yeah, really enjoyed it. I loved it. I, I didn't really
2: know a heap about him before he came on, which is, a, you know, it's the case with a lot of our guests, but I reckon he's a guy who some people might have an opinion of. Yeah. It's not necessarily negative, but it's just like this – preconceived idea of who he is himself
0: out there a lot which is important and and we love that No, he's opinionated
2: which isn't a bad thing but then as soon as he came on completely shifts perspective and a lot of people said that in the feedback such like a a nice and funny dude just like so light-hearted
1: yeah really honest i like his honesty yeah yeah me too
0: no i loved him i think awesome guy um i think you know when you break down what he's actually done you think about it he's one of the first Americans to come over here and play AFL like he's absolutely torn games to shred when we spoke to him he was out of the team so I remember speaking to him and I hope he doesn't I think he said this on his podcast since but he was like I'm probably done like at that time and fast forward coincidence I think not he just finished the year and played some incredible footy with the pies and look what they were able to do by the end of the season so um yeah, you're never out of
1: it. That's for sure. He started as a category B rookie, yeah. which is like, you know, nobody thinks you're going to make it. And he like tore up prelims. Like he's, people wrote him off a I lot of times. It's pretty cool.
0: The story about um, getting poked in the eye as well and having to oh. sit in his room for like two weeks and not be able to move off his back. And that was like, it's nearly torture.
2: Seriously. Like, and he, he said not really many people that reached out is. to him.
0: So he was essentially alone The whole and time. Blind.
2: In his room, for
0: like one of the only people that reached out to him was Eddie McGuire. Eddie, yeah, that's crazy. Before we get into the seven, a uh, seven, six, five, and four, let's call someone. Hello, Luke speaking. Luke, it's Dylan. How are you, mate? Good, thanks. Dylan Buckley, You're sorry, stuck? yeah, good, oh, good. Actually, yeah, yeah. It? What's happening? Mate, not much at all actually
7: a lot but <laughs> like, that's insane
0: mate it's Darcy uh, me and uh, S-Bone here as well mate you're on the Dylan Friends BNF episode we appreciate you my friend and just want to be a big uh, big thank you for the year thank you for tuning in thank you for being a friend of the show and yeah just thanks so much bro mate
7: thank you very much for the call it's, it's been amazing so um, yeah really appreciate yeah everything that you guys do and yeah, wow. Look at that.
0: So, mate, tell us a bit about yourself. How old are you? Where are you from? What are you doing? with the- Are you a Queenslander as well?
7: I, I'm, I'm an SA boy, but okay. um,
0: yeah, moved up to Queensland.
7: Um, yeah, I run my own business uh, with, with a couple of other lads.
0: So, mate, you started a business. What's uh, what's that about? You started with four mates. You're from Adelaide and now living in Queensland. What's happened there?
7: Yeah, so there, there's three of us. Um, we, uh, we started a business called The Movement Standard. Um, so it's uh, just outside of Brisbane CBD. And, um, yeah, mate, we, we take care of all of your, your performance work and your, your physio and we've got a little dietetics swing there as well, mate. So um, pretty good uh, little client base in there. We've been doing, yeah, really well since, uh, since we kicked off about three years ago
0: now. Unbelievable. Anyone in Brisbane, make sure you go check that out, please. Definitely do. I'm looking it up on online now, the themovementstandard.com.au. Um, I'm sure you boys are doing an incredible job. Hey, has is, um, is any episode um, stuck out to you this year, mate? Have you enjoyed anyone more than any others?
7: Mate, the uh, the mmr uh, episode to keep the year off, fantastic. Um, and I was also a big fan of the, uh, the Nick Riewoldt uh, episode as well. So, um, yeah, mate, just just love the uh, the guests that you guys are getting in there. And, um, yeah, just, just keep them rolling in next year. Can't wait to hear some more.
0: Definitely, mate, we will. And, and uh, mate, because of your incredible um, support and everything there and um, all the love and support and the incredible message you sent me as well and honestly did um, buy, buy everything that, really hit me in the feels um, just talking about your story and, and everything so I just want to say thank you for that on a personal note I won't read it out because I will definitely cry I want to say because of that you are my pick and, and winner for the the CoinSpot giveaway this year and um, we'd love to be able to send you up $500 of uh, Bitcoin for you and say thank you so much to you um, for, for everything in, in 2022
7: oh mate that's amazing thank you so much and um, mate just yeah keep doing what you're doing you're, you're inspiring heaps mate and probably more than you know so mate um yeah truly blessed and um thank you so much
0: incredible mate thank you so much we're going to send you that all your details and get it off here and, and make sure we do and, and send you a full merch back for you and the family and, and anything you like mate if you're ever in melbourne more than welcome to pop by in the studio and we'll have to uh we'll have a chat
7: Mate, I'll hold you to that. That sounds like a plan. And Absolutely, mate. Legend. See Speak you, you guys soon. Thank
0: you, mate. Babe. Luke, what a star. What a great guy. Um, as I said, he wrote some incredible words and has been a big supporter for a long time. So very happy to give him the uh, the announcement of the, the BNF. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and Luke's been listening for four years.
0: Four years, yeah. Dyson Daniels, Nick Rewelt, Nico Hines, his favorite episodes. And um, yeah, just a, just a river bloke. It's so cool. Love talking to people. Love talking to people. He um, he said as well, which we I forgot to ask him about. But more Australian entrepreneurs on the show: Andrew Welsh, John Eels, Guy Leach, um, would also be great to hear some more uh, mental health stories. David Schwartz, Mark um, magic door and
1: Kate McCarthy, which um, he'd love to do as well. So huge. We really appreciate it. What a, what a great guy. And just going back to uh, Shane, who we spoke to before, Shane, from, Shane from WA. Uh, he said, "Caught me off guard a bit there." Yeah, guys. I, think we've,
0: I think we should have maybe walked <laughs> <a bit more laughs> <Yeah. heads> up. <laughs> just, I don't know how I could it's go. It's so hard to like, like when anyone calls you to remember what to say. Like we probably should have just like, anyway. Well, next time. But okay. then you lose the you initial like, Yeah, like, yeah,
1: yeah. You, yeah, yeah, you, you lose the surprise. But basically, what Shane? Shane sent a message saying, um, "I just wanted to add this. Huge congratulations to Dylan on the baby news. Gave a little cheer in my car when I heard that. Felt like one of my mates had told me. Absolutely <laughs> no, made awesome. my day." Stoked for you, mate. Also, you guys are genuinely making a massive difference. Keep doing what you're doing and trusting your gut. 2022 was a massive year for you guys. I think you genuinely took the podcast to another level with the type and the quality of guests you had on, and it was such a great direction to go in. So many guests of yours I never knew existed six months ago, and they are now huge influences on me and my life. I then pass on that advice to the next person, even if they don't listen to the pod. So it all reaches so much further Jesus than you than God. you can imagine. It's kidding me a bit, Joe. Oh actually. God. Keep it up, legends. Merry Christmas. Wow. Shane's got some fucking heart to him. Mate, that's, that's unusual. That's really sweet. How, <sighs> does that, how does that make you feel? Pretty good.
0: Yeah, good. So it's, just, it's actually really hard to like, don't, know. don't
1: know I say. You're crying. Yeah, no, it's okay. Mm. Okay. Um, anyway, thank you. <laughs> we are. Thank you. And we are only on. Yeah. Uh, how many? How many? <laughs> this is why I don't like.
0: I can't like. They're very nice, but they're nice to sort of read by yourself in a room. It's got a lot of dust in it, so just sort of, a lot some, of hate onions. A lot of onions in this room that I'm um, in right now. But that was incredible. Um, I th- yeah,
1: it was good. Really and we're only nice. on the, on the uh, what are we thirty Seventh, out
0: of ten. Seven out of ten. <laughs> That was beautiful. That was unbelievable. But how, what the, where's it Why is everyone like a fucking poet that we speak to at the moment? Like, what, He's giving advice out at the end that's like the best advice we've ever heard.
1: Beautiful. Unbelievable. Really beautiful. Oh, good star. All right. In All right. seventh place. Seventh place. Take it away. The big Lordo. Lordo. The big purple Sledgehammer.
0: What a great man. Is it the purple Sledgehammer? It is now. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> the violent. Violent. Violent Sledgehammer. I don't watch the show. Oh, well. no, I do oh, Sorry. Neither. Um... Great episode. Great episode. Great guy. Loved his honesty. Obviously, we know what he's like. Like just his honesty around the um, how like he was as a player. Like he's so strict and like a harsh, not harsh, uh, um, honest teammate. Like just wanted like that bit that sticks out the most from that episode was when he was he just became captain and he'd go into the end of year meetings and he'd sit there with Kevin Sheedy and be like, write down six names on a piece of paper and be like, I want these guys gone. Yeah. Like, just, it and she's like, Well, mate, like, they're, they're in contract. He goes, like, I want him gone. Like, he was trying to, like, cut his own team, but that's just how bad he wanted success. And it wasn't emotional. No, it wasn't. Emo- right. It was just like, You're not good enough. Don't be here. And it, it sounded like he was just
2: relentless like that from the, the get go. Like, mm. he said he entered the club, 16, 17 year old, and he's walking into Sheed's office saying, yep. I'm going better than these blokes. I should be playing. That, who says that?
0: I reckon he – I don't think he'll mind me saying this because after this – no, no, I, I did say to him what was the the number. So a lot of people after that were like, you know how he told the story about um, how he went – he wasn't playing in his first couple of years and he went up to them and said, I'm going to leave because you're not playing me. And then they slid back a contract and said, no, no, you're going to stay. No, we like you. We like you. So I said to him after that because I ran into him at the draft and I was like – everyone kept saying to me what was – that contract that you were on. And he's like, he goes, "Um, Greg Williams had just won the Brownlow the year before and I think he was on 250 grand and they offered him the same money.
1: That's crazy.
0: So he hadn't, I think he, I don't think he played a game yet and... That was what they would offered. So Greg Williams was like the peak. Yeah, I think he just won the Brown. I think uh, this could be. Don't sue us a defamation, Greg, if you're listening. But I think that was the <laughs> well, m- the like story. Dollar
1: sign aside, yeah. Basically, the idea was that like he got offered. To, uh, yeah. In today's market, you know, close to a million dollars. Probably. So, yeah. Which is yeah, wild.
0: which is yeah, which is wild. So without even really being able to play as as much as he wanted to, they said like, no, we see you here as this and crazy, great episode, loved great episode. it. Number six, Darcy's man. Darcy's friend. Darcy's friend. My best Nico Hines. God. Now, just before we get it, is it Nico Hine or Nico Hines? Hines. 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 That's a, yeah, that's what I thought, but everyone's like, it's Hine. I'm like, no. I don't know. There's not, you're not talking about Nico Hines. There's not many of Nico Hines. That's his name.
2: Mm. That's him. It's the, yeah. yeah, it's not the yeah. Hines. What did you think it's, of him?
0: I loved him, man. Yeah. Firstly, which has no impact in anything, but when I saw him in real life, was nervous just like big strapping handsome isn't he handsome like
1: big guy big like i'm talking massive like he's really really big this is a weird one and i don't know how it's going to be taken but he kind of looks a bit like heath ledger to me yeah. yeah, 100. No,
0: yeah i saw that in as well i was like this yeah and he's just like like massive muscles so good looking fella even better bloke.
2: What do we think about the actual yeah, podcast? No,
0: like even 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 better guy. Like that that shows his his character. Um unbelievable story and like even, you know, it's we haven't done a lot of league episodes, but we didn't even talk about his actual football ability the whole sort of podcast which is which is crazy in itself, you know, going from a guy who really struggled to even get into the NRL had his own, you know, mental health challenges prior to being um drafted with, with some family uh, issues as well growing up and, you know, his, his mum being in and out of prison, which he was, you know, incredibly uh, honoured for him to be able to tell us about that stuff because, you know, it is, it is obviously really hard to talk about, but he does it because he wants to raise awareness and, and make other people feel super comfortable in that space too. But he yeah, had a tough, tough, you know, upbringing, but he doesn't regret any of that. He absolutely loves it and loves his family and loves what, you know, that taught him to um, so then having some, you know, going through a bit of a mental health battle um, as a teenager, um, that got you know really really serious before that he was even picked up by any clubs and Aaron Booth yep Aaron Booth he's, yeah, one, he's of his, one of his best mates Aaron Booth who I actually saw recently did yeah. he's at the Gold Coast Titans yes is he coaching there now no he's Cause, no cause he's injured he's yeah but he but i he think just what did happened his was acl his acl so did he something happened i think where this because in this story that Nico talks about like he this Aaron Booth i was like this guy must be like the best fucking guy in the world he's a good um man. You know, if you've heard the podcast, Aaron Booth, you know, quite literally, really helped Nico in a time of need, and was one that he confided in with his depression and and his shame around that. Yep. And Aaron, um, you know, really helped him to you know get help and to encourage him all that sort of stuff. And I saw something recently with Aaron Booth that he'd been injured, and you know, I think he's been injured for a while, and the Gold Coast still signed him on again just because they spoke about like how yeah, just much of a good person he is. I think he must be one that we have to get on the show next year. Definitely, yeah. I think he's um, like he's one of those culture guys
2: yep. who's you know he's just so good for the environment at the club. Um, as is like Nico. Um, yeah, I mean he spoke about in that potty, like the um, I don't know what you'd call it, but the chats around mental health that he did yeah. at the Storm. I remember sitting in one of those rooms, and he's he literally had the whole club, staff, players, coaches, everyone, and like that's the first time he'd really done those chats and he just had everyone like glued on him. to him
0: and he, you know even when he first said like how hard that was for him to versus what he's done now in that space be able to tell his story as well is is unbelievable and how much he sort of broken down those barriers for people even when they were really missing their family and everyone's he's like you know who's missing their family and everyone put their hand up and yeah like how how many of you have asked each other like how they're going so that was um you know super powerful but on the other side of that as well of him you know which i'm not surprised about but him as like an athlete being able to like play at Melbourne Storm and the stuff he speaks about there um, and then go and get traded to the Sharks and then win the deli. Like LL. it's just LL. the craziest story. Like yeah. what a what a crazy, crazy time for him.
1: Beautiful. Loved it. Great guy. Why don't we call someone else? Let's call Let's someone call else. Let's call someone.
0: Okay. Are we going to call. Hello, mate. Hello, Hello, mate. <laughs> Sorry, mate. Hey, mate, it's Till Buckley. How are you? Good thanks. Bill, how are you, Captain? Good, mate. We're just uh checking in. Darcy here, Sammy, we're just um checking in on our good friends and wanted to give you a big, big thank you and a virtual hug through the phone for a lot of love and support in twenty twenty two.
8: I love it, mate. Love the work you
0: boys do. I appreciate it, mate. We very love you good too.
8: Listening. Thank you very much. Uh-huh.
0: Hey, tell us a bit about yourself, mate. What's um how old are you? Where do you live? What's your interests? Yeah, so I'm
8: thirty five. Uh live in Melbourne so northwestern suburbs out near the airport Uh, teacher enjoy footy mate enjoy
0: sport mate we love it thank you so much Hey, I was going through um, a couple of answers again thanks so much for entering the the B&F we're going to send you a big Dylan Friends merch pack For um, for jumping on mate And um, and filling out all that stuff Which was really really cool I was really intrigued as well With your top three favourite episodes of 2022 You had Emma Murray Which I think everyone has Because she yeah. is the GOAT But then Jonah yeah. Oliver Which was probably one of my favourites of the year And Vin and Ali Which was also an, an awesome it. Yeah absolutely I just
8: think like, I probably missed I reckon The first year to 18 months of the podcast
0: it's probably a good and one to skip, to be 16. honest, if I'm being completely honest, it's probably a good thing you've missed that.
8: <laughs> no, it's all good, man. It's all good. Um, but no, just going back, and I just love, I guess, you know, the people that you've had on and yourself and, and the boys in the minis and whatnot, just the things that you talk about and, you know, how you look after your mental well-being, and it's just bloody inspiring, mate, and it's certainly given me a bit of inspiration and a boost in my day-to-day workings and how I live my life. So, just, yeah, i those three podcasts probably stood out to me just in terms of the little things that
0: I've changed day to day. Mate, I really just appreciate that. Through. Yeah, oh, that, I love it, mate. Yeah, that, that mate. That does really does warm our what? heart as well. I've, I've seen no. um, through this as well. You've also started a little pod with a few mates. Give us a bit of a, a rundown of that one and what's what's it about? Who? What have you done with um, it? And um, we'll have to check yeah, it out.
8: Yeah, beautiful. It's just a couple of days. Basically, we just, we we're talking about doing sort of a pod around our. Growing up, say, through the 90s and late 80s and whatnot and just having a chat about that and it just sort of morphed into, I will do one about gaming because we're all sort of interested in our topic. And yeah, basically we just have a chat, talk about, we've only, I think we've done five episodes so far, so not not too far in. But yeah, just having a bit of a chat about what what our interests are, some news and stuff like that and sort of just trying to map out where we
1: might take in the future at the moment. How good, Benny? What's it called? Uh, Level Above. Level mm. above. Very good. Yeah. Good name. That's yes. good, branding. good name. Very good branding. <laughs> Love that.
0: Hey, um, Benny, if there's one message that you've loved the most this year from a certain guest, is there a little nugget of gold that has stuck with you the most?
8: Uh, I can't remember if it was on the first. I'm pretty sure it was Emma Murray, but I can't remember if it was on the first, if you did with her, or the second one, about habit stacking. Hmm. This little thing, putting your phone down, when you take the dog out for a walk, bloody mm-hmm. doing things when you're brushing your teeth, shit like that. So I just try to do daily and you just get a little bit of time back.
0: Love it. That's so cool. Is there, is there anyone else that you'd sort of want us to chat with next year? Is there anyone in in the works that you'd think, geez, that'd be a good episode? Or I'd love to hear something from them.
8: Good question, mate. I don't actually think I wrote anything uh, specific on the answer I submitted to you guys. Um, I can't think of anyone. Just, I just love the people that you do get in because. You know, everyone's got their own story and it's bloody great to hear. You know, people that have come from nothing essentially and worked their way through to build a successful career in their chosen field.
0: Love it. No, it's awesome, mate. As I said, mate, we really, really, really do appreciate it and thank you so much for all the incredibly kind words, your love and support this year, listening to the show. Um, Yeah, we just we honestly can't uh, thank you enough for everything. So I just want to say a big, big thank you from uh, Sammy Das. And the rest of the crew here, and um, yeah, we look forward to hopefully providing some good stuff in in um, in twenty three.
8: Yeah, no, that's amazing, mate. Thank you very much to all you boys and, and the crew at producing and whatnot that put it together.
0: Love it. Appreciate thank it. you so much. Cheers. Cheers, mate. What a star, Ben.
1: Thank you so Benny much. Boy. Yeah, Benny Boy,
0: great guy. Cool. I just, I love the fact that he started the podcast as well. Awesome. Level above. Check Level it out. Above. Gaming, Check nostalgic it. gaming. Would that be right in saying that's probably the, Yep, growing
1: up in the nineties, growing up in the nineties. Nostalgia. I think. What
0: was your nineties? game that you played as a kid, I'll go. Hmm. I had a Nintendo 64. Hmm. The three games I had were Donkey Kong. But the Donkey Kong where it was like... Yeah, Donkey Kong where you like, you're a Donkey Kong and you're like going <laughs> around in the world. So I never knew what the aim of the games... I just rolled around. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like there was no... I think it was to get the, um, the, the buckets or whatever it was. No, that's, that's the other one you're thinking. Oh, that no, was. Yeah, that one. Anyway, so I had that. Another
1: one called Bomberman. Bummer, man. Did you ever have that? How early are we talking? Are you talking about when you're like five years old or something? Yeah, I reckon I would have been around that age. Okay. I was yeah. going to go more in like Tony Hawk or something.
0: Oh, okay. I had Tony Hawk as well. Tony Hawk. But that was on great. PlayStation.
1: Yeah. PS1. Were you good at one? I was really good at nah, it. No, I was terrible. I, yeah. didn't,
0: I, I, never, I never really grasped, grasped like the career. You know how you go career mode and you try and beat the game? I just yeah. did like just free w- skate. One hit, yeah, one day. Free time. skate. Just go and just tear up like my favorite parks and listen to the music.
1: Never played career mode, boring. Now, nah, boring. Don't tell me what to do. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm a free maybe. skater. Um, we'll
0: check that one out, guys. Level above um, Benny's podcast with a few mates, getting out there and getting started. We love that. And we're into the top five, ladies and gentlemen. We are into the top five. How bloody exciting is this? Uh, okay, top five. The Queen, the Queen, the King, the everything of Dylan Friends, the alumni member. Like this is a second top, second top five finish. MMR,
5: Touch, a hug, hug your animal, kids, you know, a partner. That is a great way to break a stress cycle. Cold water, the whole getting in cold water thing. Now, that's super hard. I'm not a great lover of cold water, but actually a warm bath as well is a really good way to break the stress cycle. Humming. What humming does is it sends a, it, it like vibrates our vagus nerve. The vagus nerve is going from your mind to your body and it is triggering the stress response. Sing will do a similar thing, humming, singing. So all of these little things that's managing that stress cycle. Rather than just giving yourself over to it, I'm tired, I'm exhausted, this is a big race, I can't do this. You know, that's what we do. We drop into the stress cycle and we just get worse and worse and worse. We already have habits in our life, Mm. cleaning our teeth, you know, having a coffee. Um, When you sit down and look at your life, there's a lot of habits that you do every single day and to just bring in a new habit is very difficult. So if someone said to you, um, Dill, why don't you go an hour and a half a day with no phone? You would try for a few days and it's like, I can't do this. But because you already have the habit of taking the dog and you stack on top of that the habit of not taking your phone when you take your dog, it's easy because you already have an ingrained habit going there and you're just piggybacking onto it. Now it's the little things and that's my message today that finding little things out mindfulness might not be your go but it might be every time I walk the dog I just stop and let the dog you know do what the dog's doing and I just take some breaths. As humans we intellectualize everything like we think about why and we think about all of these and and why that needs to happen and, and what means and what does it mean to us and so we have all these thoughts many people today are far more articulate about mindfulness or authenticity or vulnerability they can talk these words but we never actually go well now let me try it now let me actually get very practical about it um, and see how it feels and not get so hung up on well Emma Murray meditates in that chair so I've got to do it like that Yours can be standing on the beach, walking the dog, sitting in your car, but actually try it, see how it feels and work out for yourself what breaks your stress. But this year we actually have to start doing things differently. Emma Murray.
0: Emma Murray, what, what an a episode. Legend. You know, I, I don't want to, uh, yeah, 2 times as we mentioned, but I don't want to be like um, flexing on this, but I will. But Emma and I are really good friends now. Are you? Like really good friends. I hate to admit it, I'd but I'd say she yells friends. at me a fair bit. Like she actually what she, gets an- you about? Well, she just gets angry if I don't look after myself.
1: Give us context. I'm, I'm you. Oh, hey Emma, how are
0: you? Hey Emma, how are you? Hey Dylan, have you been um, looking after yourself? Oh, not really. What's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs>
1: like, so she's, she's like your second mum. Yeah,
0: she's gross. um yeah. But now, obviously, she's just the best. She helped me a lot through um, this year with just everything going on with life and just trying to um we did a few one-on-one meditations even i can't have spoken about that but even throughout the time she was like on the phone for, like half an hour and i was just like she was um like nearly hypnotizing me how did that genuinely go into yeah, detail yeah it was awesome what how did it start so it started when i was like probably getting real anxious around when Jazz fell pregnant and i was like just fucking like rattled because i was like you know we'd been through that period of like like not working and all that sort of stuff and I just couldn't relax about it the whole time. And she just like taught me through it, relaxing and like visualizing all of it and go for about like 20, 25 minutes. And she'd just be talking to me on the phone while I'm sort of like in a dark room on my back.
1: That's really cool. Wow. Mm. Yeah. 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 So she did yeah, that. It's genuinely interesting.
0: Yeah. So she did that, which was unbelievable. Can't thank her enough for that. And yeah, just everything with, you know, Will coming in as well. It's been really cool and just, you know, Tessa, who his, her other daughter, who's been helping us out a lot with some other podcasts we're doing and will be helping us out next year. The other daughter, um, youngest, Meg, who's nearly... We'll get her in doing something. Yeah, she's crazy. Um, I've never met her, but she seems really, really funny. Really, really cool. Um, and then Will, obviously, as well, who is just a great guy. And then... Husband Nick, I just know the whole fucking family. We're all just friends. It's been great. So. I'm
1: shocked you haven't had a dinner there.
0: Well, well, I got no. I was meant to go last week, and <laughs> it got um, we we oh, couldn't man. go because we had another one booked. But anyway, great family, great people, great friend. Just a good, good human. And next year, episode one will be in Murray again. We've already locked it in, um, ready to go. Alrighty, let's go to number four, Richard Harris.
6: And you know, it's totally unprecedented. No one had ever done such a thing before so my view when I left Australia was that I'm going to help but I'm definitely not going to anesthetize those boys and I guess the next question is well why did I change my mind and it was really having spent 24 hours on the ground and sort of asking all the questions I needed to ask and actually going to visit the boys myself and seeing where they were that I realized that they they had no other way to get out of the cave and we either turn our backs on them in which case they're gonna die in the cave because you know the rains would come and they'd be trapped in there so they'd starve or die of infection or whatever or we give this crazy idea a go and you know whilst i didn't think it would work at least we'd be doing something to try and help them so i'm there with jason the last the last kid the last guy and down the hill comes this kid and i'm just i'm looking at him and i'm just like horrified how small he is he's the smallest of all the boys he's he's the 29 kilo kid and I'm looking at Jason going, these masks are not going to fit this boy. and um, But he's got to come out and he's in the water. And so the clock's ticking because he'll start to get cold. And so I anesthetize him and we try the first mask and it's just like one and a half times the width of his face. You could put your hands in the sides and it was just going to fill up with water straight away. So it was just out of the question. So then we had this little pink mask that looked like a toy compared to the commercial diving gear that we had been using. And it was all sort of soft and flopping around and it just didn't look safe at all. Um, and, you know, Jason's really worried that he's going to be the guy who kills the one and only kid for the trip. And in the end, we sort of padded out his hood, we put some foam under his hood to make his face bigger and we got it sealed on there, but it looked terrible. And I said, Jason, I'm sorry, mate, you're just going to have to go because otherwise we're going to have to re-anesthetise the kid. He's getting colder by the minute and he has to go today, so off you go. I just Honestly, I was so exhausted after four days of, you know, two or three hours sleep a night, 12 hours underground each day, late night meetings. And I was just so knackered. I honestly, I didn't, it took a while to sink in, but then we all stood around in chamber three, all the divers and lots of the ties. Uh, we're still waiting for the Navy SEALs who are still in the cave to come out. And we're all just standing around with these stupid grins on our face, looking at each other. No one could really talk very much um and it was just you know you could just uh, if a look counted for anything we could just tell that it was just an amazing moment and uh, one to be savored but uh, we're all too knackered to party that night I'm afraid it was amazing and I have a very clear memory of walking out of the cave on that last night and everyone who was outside the cave had lined up in a bit of a corridor you know a row of two people and um I don't know a thousand people just on this big Big thing you were walking through and every single one of them wanted to shake your hand, pat you on the back. And then when you got to the end of it, you would stand on the end of it and and join the queue sort of thing. And, you know, just this cheering and clapping that went on for about an hour, I reckon, uh, while people came out of the cave. Uh, it, w- it was exceptional. It was a great moment.
0: Hello, my beautiful friends and family. Guess what? I am back. I am back. Third time lucky. My third time drafted in my life. I'll be making a return to footy. As a part of the Carlton Draft, along with some big household names, not as big as my name, but uh, some quite big names, Isaac Smith, Trent Cotchin, Maddie Lloyd, Lee Montagna, some of the all-time greats of our game, as I've just mentioned. One lucky Victorian women's community club will get the chance... To draft the AFLW GOAT Aaron Phillips to play as a wild card. How bloody good is that? If you're a part of women's community footy and you are keen to get Erin down, enter now at the carltondraft.com.au That's the Cultondraft.com.au. KO's got you covered this footy season with every game of every round live and ad break free during play. Wow, in the AFL this week, there are some huge games. Collingwood versus Adelaide, live with no ad breaks Stream play, exclusive in Victoria. Giants versus Bulldogs. Oh, I remember that game. I think it was 2016 at Giants Stadium to get the Bulldogs into the grand final. I will never forget that one. Live with no ad breaks free during play, exclusive in Victoria. And Essendon versus North Melbourne. Geez, that's the old Ben McKay Cup exclusive to Fox Footy, available on K.O. Don't forget those NBA playoffs. They are dominating at the moment. It is just getting bigger and better than ever. Watch every game of both Eastern and Western Conference's finals live with ESPN on K.O. There's plenty of room for everyone, no matter what you want to watch, so get on board with K.O. Now also available on Hubble.
1: Richard Harris. Richard Harris. Richard Harris. Big. OAM. A-M. That's a cool tag to get on your name. Yeah, it is.
0: Oh, yeah. What a... Um what a crazy guy. Like, yeah. where do you even go with this? I feel like everyone's, fear, like, listened to this episode. It was just, if you haven't, Richard Harris, an ethetist, cave diver. I think that's enough as it is anyway. Hero. But he, Yeah, hero, like Australian hero. Went over to Thailand, saved, uh, helped save the 14 young boys trapped in a
1: cave. Yeah. Um, unbelievable get. Unbelievable get. Articulation of that story was just up there with the best. You know what's cool about this episode and without like going away from maybe gratitude into like kind of bragging a little bit, you can go anywhere in the world and you could say you've had Richard Harris on your podcast yeah. and they're going to know who he is. Like yeah. if you explain who he is. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. It is. I don't think there's many other people. Maybe like, I don't know, Dyson Daniels now. Yeah, literally. No, you're right. <laughs> yeah. cool. he's cool. I reckon he's
2: one of my favorite episodes and I, I wasn't here when you guys did that one as well, but... I remember listening to you it. You listened to that thinking, one as a fan, didn't thinking, you? Thinking this this Dill guy, just how does he keep landing these big
0: names? Well, that was funny that one because I think people like it the most because I probably do the least talking in it.
1: Mm. Yeah, he tells a
0: long story. It's great. It no, it just cool. he just takes it. It was sort of like a bit of an alley oop. I just throw it up and you go whack. It's like you. He's you known for that, that isn't he? He's Harris, he, loves a yeah, he loves
1: dunking. He loves dunking. But that um, an incredible episode. Favorite yeah, part.
0: Favorite part. Oh god. Um, I think the craziest part of it was, the most surreal part for me was when he was saying that if it hadn't have gone well, they were going to have to get evacuated out of Thailand because they technically, even though they were taking this risk and going there and helping off their own bat, not getting paid, nothing, they were going there to help them. But if it didn't go well and God forbid something happened.
1: Questions would be asked. Questions yeah. would be asked and they They'd could be fall. put in jail. Because so they had cars insane? ready
0: to go to
2: like evacuate them out of Australia. He... Painted such a clear picture, I thought. Yeah. I remember when he just was describing that last kid that they had to get out and the I think he said he weighed like and tw- the mask. 29 the mask didn't fit his kilo. Kilo. Yeah. Don't fact check that. But yeah, he had to put the mask on and it was like twice the size of the yeah. kid's face. But they just had to get him out. So they were like stuffing jumpers and stuff in there. Oh, that's
0: crazy. Seal it. Very crazy. Yeah, that, that's look, that's just I'm not surprised that episode's up that high. What a cool chart. And that was like I think COVID too. We actually did that online where we try and avoid those ones a bare fair bit. But it was just so good. Alrighty. Is that time, fam? Is that time, fam? Top three. Top three. Podium. Here we go. Bit nervous. I'm nervous. Top three. In third place. Keep rolling. In third place. The 2022 BNF goes to in third position. In 2022, the third position goes to. Brian Taylor. BT. BT, Brian.
9: Brian. Wow. Wow. What am I doing here? I've got no <laughs> idea why I'm here. McAvaney. Wow. What a great person and coach he is. You know, he actually prefers, this is the opposite to commentators because we're all very selfish. Uh, he actually prefers that you call the big moment, that you have the most important part of the game. And he Taps you on the back and he he almost rubs your back. He gives you a back rub. And says, you know, you're going well, Brian. Oh, it's special. And I'm looking at you now and I'm thinking, I don't know who you are. (laughs) And people in my ears are saying, that's Dylan Buckley. Yeah. He kicked three today, Brian. They're absolutely bedazzled. You know, this big light comes up and it bores a hole in the head. And Out of all the things I do, it's the one thing that worries me the most. Boy, oh boy. a Arrasio Fantasia. (laughs) If you... Uh, going down that track you know years later you are in trouble you have got to in this world continue to evolve and especially in the cut and thrust of the footy industry you've got to evolve and, and, and be relevant in every year that goes by otherwise you know particularly when you get to my age people are looking at you as becoming an old dinosaur I know oh. you're looking at me now thinking you are an old dinosaur. got a little dog called Hansel. I could just kiss him all day. <laughs> I'm very happy to clean up his shit. It yeah. doesn't worry me at all. It's just like dog shit. Who wants to do that? But I do. I love it.
1: You knew he was getting on the podium.
0: Oh, yeah, boy. He was always getting up there. And he was a funny, buddy guy. What a cool chat. Just someone that... I think I was really nervous going into this one because he's such a big personality that I was just like, oh, my God, Brian Taylor's actually coming in here. Like,
1: what the fuck? We're just... Three idiots. Like, how, why is this guy coming in? But it was just cool. I think it was genuinely one where we were like, I, I wonder like, if he'd want to come on yeah, the Yeah, that was one. It
0: was one where I was like, all right, we might be, this is a bit silly now, we're getting Brian in. Like, I felt like a bit stupid getting him in.
1: Yeah. It was a, but, it was a big, like, just ask the question. Yeah,
0: that was a bit high risk, high reward type operator. But yeah, awesome. And big shout out to um Harrison, his son and NC talent management yeah, they're for are uh, getting us on. They've they've been putting it on a platter for us. A they're, lot of their t- Dylan friends. Got, they're Dylan Friends people. They have like some of the best talent in Australia. Ash Barty, Brian Taylor obviously, um Rich O Rich I've gone blank, but there's so many awesome, awesome talented sportsmen. Ah, oh, they've got Daisy Pierce who we've, we've nearly locked in, um, hopefully next year. And, uh, yeah, heaps and heaps and heaps of cool people. So if you ever need anything talent-wise, make sure you don't have Craig harassing. Bellamy. Craig Bellamy. Simon yeah. Black. Simon Black. Yes, we had Simon Black as well. So, yeah, they've got heaps. Hey, um, let's call BT. <phone rings> Brian, congratulations, third place, my friend. How are you feeling? What do I get? Is it a ribbon? Does no. everyone get a
9: ribbon in this race? Because this is what your generation does. Everyone gets a ribbon.
0: It's a participation award. Every, we're calling the 100 episodes that we did this whole year and thanking everyone. Oh, mate, the
9: participation award. I'm rapt to get that. That's very good.
0: Very uh, good. Congratulations, mate. Nice. As I said third place. You had a lot, a lot of voters um, up there. Well, we can't say that yet because you're third. Oh. We're, we're working through. Oh. But um, a big uh, congratulations! Hey, how's lawn going? We know you're down there. You're on the hill. Has anyone come up to you and had some yes. weird conversations of late?
9: No, no. Tested the testing the angles of the hills today. I think we're on about a forty-five percent steep hill, and I didn't quite tip over today, so kept it <laughs> kept it upright for a change. Nice, good traction today. No, no moisture.
0: That's good. Yeah, they were saying good. as well last summer on the pod that you love when people come up and say day to you at Lawn. So you're still promoting that? You want people to come say hello if they see
9: you? <laughs> now, now, listen, Bill, <laughs> you just settle down, mate. There's, you know the situation down there, you know, the chair situation. So don't, uh, no, it's, it's, it's down in Lawn, uh, enjoy, enjoy your stay and I'll see you next time. <laughs>
0: So just to be clear, if anyone's up there, they see you sitting on the lawn, uh, on the lawn, on the beach, on your chairs, not to come up and say yeah. hello.
9: Yeah. Well, yeah. If we're sitting down, it means you can join us. If we rise out of our seats, uh, that means that we're, we're going to have a discussion behind the chairs, and it'll be minimal. It'll be uh, maybe 10, 15 seconds, and then yeah. you've got to move on. Okay.
0: <laughs> and what about the water, mate? We know you're big on your... um on your on your board down there. Has anyone been getting in the way? Any more punch-ons in the water?
9: Nothing happening in the water yet. There's a few down here today, and what happens is they don't know the rules, they don't understand that I'm not very good, and they don't really uh, get out of the way. They think I can actually steer my ship, and <laughs> I can't. So there's going to be carnage on one good surf day. That is for sure.
0: Love it, mate. What's waiting for the break? Anything else to wrap up? You're just going to be chilling up there, or are you going away?
9: Uh, no, just hanging about. Got an older son's getting married in Feb, so we'll just do that thing. You know, all almost ignoring Christmas because uh, of the expense of that. Not going away. Uh, just watching a little bit of footy news. Just seeing who's got a good team. Richmond look alright. Sort of haven't looked at it too closely yet. Fixture. Had a bit of a gander at that, not closely, but, um, yeah, so just just starting to feel a bit of footy.
0: Love it. And lastly, we've since our episode as well, one thing you have inspired me with that I've got a newfound love for, and I'd say that I'd be rivaling it up there with you, is, is my lawn care, mowing the lawn, edging, um, whippersnippering. <laughs> I'd be rivaling yours at the moment. How's it all tracking up there?
9: Well, I'm, I've, I've been on for three days. I've been... Full on, um, and I've got the place looking immaculate. I'm not sure that you would do it with the with the microscopic detail that I operate in, because I have the tool for everything. And I reckon if I went to your place, I would pick up shortcuts. No. And and you know, like, do you walk around on your decking and pick up a leaf that's might have fallen on your decking?
0: No, I do, I have a, I a leaf do. blower.
9: No, well see this is the way you wait for a hundred leaves, I pick up each one as they fall.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's and you got this, too much time on your hands. Difference.
9: This is the difference between you and me. <laughs> Lovely.
0: <laughs> hey, mate, to finish up as well, um, did you get any good feedback from the episode? I know it went absolutely bonkers on our behalf. Everyone loved it. Did anyone hit you up or, or say they enjoyed yeah, the chat? Yeah, I'm really
9: appreciative uh, of what you guys have done. You guys are doing it so well and um, and getting it done in the way that it should be done. And I just think the feedback on that particular app was enormous for me. Um, you guys probably don't feel it as much as I do because I get it direct. But amazing feedback, Um And, uh, it's just when you, when talking with you guys, it's just a little bit different vibe, uh, different mentality. And it's good for people out there to know that I sort of half get that. I don't necessarily agree with it, but I sort of half get it and I'm, I'm sort of with them. So no, it was, it was terrific, mate. I really appreciate you guys having me on.
0: Mate, anytime. We'd love to get you back in next year. Have a great break. We can't thank you enough for all your time and your openness, your honesty. You absolutely dominated the year. top three finish. You nearly could have taken it out. It was very, very close in the end, but um, everyone loved it, mate. Hopefully we'll catch up for a beer mate. in the new year. Can't wait to see what, uh, what 2023 is for, mate, for yourself. don't
9: say I've dominated when i finished third. I feel like I've Mate, you th- it, it was it, like six votes. As good as last, mate. Six seconds votes. As good as
0: last. Yeah, but look at all the people you beat. It's fantastic.
9: Yeah, third bloody <laughs> hell. I'm disappointed, mate. Love Don't that. hype me up and say well done. I'm finishing third. Jesus.
0: To be honest, well, if we if we were allowed that. to leave half the stories in that you told, I think you would have won it. Well,
9: yeah, that's possible.
0: <laughs> oh.
9: All right, I'll cop third.
0: Love it, mate. Have a great break and um, send love to the family. We'll see you in the new year. Good on your bike. See, you, mate. Thanks. Brian. Funny man, he's a very funny man. Yeah, if you if anyone's up there, make sure you go say get a to him at the at the beach. <laughs> say hello. I'm definitely, I'm for sure he definitely wants to talk to everyone, so it'll be good. Sam, would you say hello to him? Yeah, I'm gonna approach him. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine if you go up and they they do go to the back. I just feel like oh no, I'm gonna start yelling BT from ages away, yeah, so Brian, lots of people know who <laughs> no I'm walking towards. Ah, oh, that was awesome. What a good guy. Very very excited for him, and um, yeah, I'd definitely love to get him in. He's just he's just an incredible storyteller. So yeah, favorite part of that show. Sorry, we didn't even talk about it. I think, but no, we didn't. I'd have to say the bit um, of Brian Taylor versus BT, and like you know what people think he's like versus what he's actually like. Yeah,
1: that's just a cool yeah cool thing to hear about like with that kind of business because I think it's just the reality. Mm.
0: When he was saying that all he does is just sit with his dog in his shed. Hansel, Hansel, Hansel could. He, what does he do? Walk around and pick up shit. That was one of the yeah. bits. He's yeah. like,
2: oh, I love picking up his shit. Yeah. yeah well, it was in the context.
0: <laughs> in that the he, context he loves him so. He loves, loves his, his dog. dog so yeah. much. Yeah. yeah. That's all he cares about is his yeah. dog. So, a deserving winner um, of third place. <laughs> third place. He, yeah. didn't, he didn't like. He that. wasn't happy with third place. No, no, he wasn't. But that's how it is. That's good. Anyway, silver. Silver medal. In third place. Second. Second. In th- second place. The second place winner is ned brockman oh, Let's go. Go. oh my god wow. Let's yeah, go, exciting
3: if you said go run another 10 days of close to 100k a day i could have done it. no way no, man no, you su- can't i swear i swear on my life but it's because for a good two weeks after i was just still on that oh, overdrive overdrive yeah. like i had as i said for a year and a half i've got in the back of my head this is what i'm doing so i turned into this fucking nut job that was like so hell-bent on getting this done so when i did get it done it's like oh fuck and i remember getting asked i was it was like day 42 or something we we're in yas a family friend goes so what are you doing when you're done like, i don't fucking know all i've been thinking about is the, doing getting this. to bondi and this has literally been the goal get the fuck to bondi prior to the run i had the most severe knee pain deep down i'm going off oh, fuck now i've told everyone i'm gonna do this i knew i could but there's always that other side of you going like there's a crack in my tibia i was in that much pain i was fucked i ended up getting the 100k done that day so i ran 1100k in 11 days Gemma looked at me pretty funny because i've obviously said something but i don't remember it and then i just went what's the fucking what's the attitude about and just like yelled it she's like what the fuck you're scaring me and i'm like i'm scaring myself like this is getting pretty fucking hectic out here Mm. and then i told her to fuck off and i completely out of line it's the biggest one of the biggest regrets of that whole trip was but i snapped and i'm like i'm what am i doing and she's just going i can't be here like this is terrible and she mm. drove up to mum, and mum just hopped out of the car and goes don't you ever speak to your girlfriend like that again and do not speak to us like that to be honest i don't think i slept more than four hours in one night i would because i would just toss and turn after day one my as i said my nervous system was just in absolute overdrive um and when you're you can't get your heart rate down, you're breathing. And I tried to breathe and tried to, you know, mm. meditate a bit, but it just didn't work. Day eight to nine, I felt really vulnerable and lonely. No, not lonely. I felt alone. I know two different things. Like I'd feel you can be lonely, but being alone, I felt like I was out there completely on my own. I felt so vulnerable and it was really scary. And these rolling hills. So even my crew might have been over the top of the hill, but I didn't know. It might they might have been 5k away, but I felt like No one was there. And so they would leave as soon as I'd have the toilet break or food and yeah, that sucked. So that I aligned that part of the road with that vulnerability and really quite scared. First, only day I felt scared. Um, and that was really confronting for me. I've never felt, I felt quite powerful this whole run other than the days I was injured.
0: Let's give him a bloody call.
7: Hello mate.
3: Ned. How are you?
0: How are you brother?
3: (laughs) Good,
0: what's happening? Mate, uh just uh, you know, working hard as always. How about you, my friend?
4: Uh yeah, I just got back to Falls, which is good. Back
0: oh beautiful. Lovely. How's it all yeah. going over there? We, is it um in a better in a better shape at the moment?
4: Yeah, much better. I just all the damage in your yarra, so um, yeah, it's good to see everyone on the mend a bit, I would, I would say. So, yeah, all good, mate. All ready good. for Christmas.
0: How good, mate, and how's, it, how's everything yes. going? Is it uh, are you in a um, a good place? The body, I know it's sort of still recovering as always, but is it is it feeling good?
4: Body's feeling good, mate. I'm um, just had my last round of PRP injections uh, in my hip, so I'm um, I'm, I'm ready to rumble, mate.
0: How good. Have you already got when are we ready to sort of do another um chat about what's next? When's that happening?
4: I reckon, uh, ooh, early 24, I reckon we're on. Yeah, January. love that,
0: love that, love that. Hey, mate, I know you you're reckon? a busy man, but I want to um, share some very exciting news. Are you seated?
4: Uh, I'm standing currently, looking
0: <laughs> out I, this, this could <laughs> be one of the biggest things that's ever happened to you. You've come runner-up in the Dylan Friends b <laughs> Oh, mate, how good. How exciting. I don't know, bloody. pit me. No, we can't tell you yet because it's still about to come. But, um, mate, a big thank you. It was, it, to be honest, it was incredibly tight. I think the other campaigner was putting a fair bit of spend behind um, some yeah. voting. But just want to, again, flight. always thank you for your time, mate, and your openness and honesty. And I think we always talk about um, how cool it was to, one, meet you before everything happened and chatting to you before you went away to then... Seeing what you were able to achieve on that trip, and then getting you in post that was was definitely a highlight of my year. So I just want to say a big, big thank you for for everything, mate. And you've taught. Yeah, actually, let me just say one more nice thing. I don't think you know on a on a deeper level. I know you you know the impact you've had, but personally on us, we still speak about every day what what you're doing, and I know how much um, the audience as well has has impacted, as you know, and I, I know you're aware of. But just a big, big thank you again, mate, for everything that you've done for oh, us thanks. this year.
4: Thank you, mate. That's bloody, that's bloody nice. I um, I wanted to say thank you for backing me uh, and getting me on and believing in me to, to spin my message. So, um, yeah, I appreciate that a lot. And thank you to all your listeners. They're um, a big supporter of mine now too. So I appreciate it, mate. You're a good man.
0: Love it, brother. We enjoy Forbes, enjoy time with the family, and I'm sure we'll catch up um, next year for a couple of cold ones, brother. But always um, always great, appreciate man. your time, mate. So we'll chat to you soon.
4: Good on you. See you, mate. See Bye. you,
0: mate. Bye. What a great man. Beautiful guy, Ed Brockman, icon. I love him. Icon. Let's go. Let's go. Um, we talk about it a bit, don't we? But in all seriousness, how funny to think that we had him on the show before he did the run. I think he was at. And I'm not saying this in a way that we discovered him because we had like a lot of people by then telling us, "Well, you need to get Ned on." And Jay, um, attend, Jay from our uh, Bursty, Jay Rollings, um, one of his um, clients that you know was was, and they've done a big shout out to Bursty, uh, the the agency that have. Done work with Ned and actually put that together. Got all the sponsorship, the campaigning. Like they did such an incredible job to get that as big as it was. It was um, huge. As well as Ned just having just the best personality and and person that you want to back and get around. So I think it's a team effort to the to Will and and Jay and everyone at in, especially Ned. Like what an incredible thing. Like that's changed. He'd have to be one of the you know best blokes in bloody Australia.
2: I think so. Yeah, me too. So can he win Australian of the Year? He probably could. I
0: don't know. We're we'll going get, just get another one. Another body too. Imagine that. Yeah. Um, just quickly on that as well, we big shout out to, yeah, everyone affected in by the floods in Forbes territory. Um, good to hear that that's all going well as well. It's something that when we live in Melbourne, we're obviously very aware of all the bloody shit that goes on in, in rural communities, but it's hard to, to see that. So I've said... To Ned, and we've said it on the podcast, as soon as the town's open up post-Christmas, buy locally, try and go to a town and prepay some trips to go away. As soon as I said that to Jaws, she started just booking the credit card in like 46 <laughs> different places around Victoria, which will be incredibly great. But also, good. is um, she doesn't realize that that uh, it's going to be a big expense, but it, that's what we've got to do. we are to get back out there and do those things, Absolutely. which be good. Absolutely. Really Do good.
2: it's tough just being Ned just doing all these great things all the time <laughs> mate, being would,
0: the best bike ever it seriously would be he's a busy busy boy and gets pulled everywhere you feel bad like when I text him today saying I need you I'm just like oh no I don't want to annoy him but like nah. I did anyway so I still he loves feel, it he yeah loves he does it, he's just a good man really really good man alright gentlemen the winner it should be obvious by now shouldn't it I think so yeah I think it is The winner, the You know what? Let's just call. Let's just call him and say bloody hello and congrats. Hello, Rui. How are you, man? Good, mate. Congratulations, the winner of the 2022 BNF. You're live on the pod. Welcome, mate. live. We're straight into it. Straight into it, mate. We don't muck around here. How you feeling? What a what a fantastic day. Oh,
10: it's a big day. What what a great way to cap off an amazing year. And, you know, this isn't a country race, mate. This is group one. This is group
0: one, mate. It's race seven.
10: Yeah. I love it. I love it. So I'm honored. So uh, thank you for having me on during the year. It was a, it was a bloody treat to get to, to know you and to get to meet you. And to, um, we just talked, we, we, um, I love the conversation because we just talked about what real stuff. You know, like we covered a we covered a lot of ground.
1: Oh,
0: mate, we did, and there's plenty more to be honest. I, it, the one thing about winning is you've got to come back on and and uh, and oh, claim 2. your prize. 0. Yeah, two 0 and um and have another chat next year because in saying this I as well, that. thanks to our incredible um friends at Coinspot, mate. I'm not sure if you're aware, but by winning this and you got voted by this from the um from the people from the community, the incredible community we have at Dylan France, over three thousand votes. You beat Ned Brockman and Brian Taylor. Um, and a part of that as well from Coinspot, you will get five thousand um, dollars to donate to your um, charity organisation of choice. So very very special.
10: Oh wow, that, that's incredible. Um, thank you, mate. That's that, that's huge. Uh, no surprise that'll be going towards Maddie's Maddie Revolt's vision, um, which we spoke about uh, on uh, on the Dylan Friends episode. So thank you. That that's that's very generous and. Um, BT, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm pretty, pretty pumped about. But Ned Brockman, I'm, 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 I'm a little bit embarrassed, um, considering that man's feet. Well, what an unbelievable human being! He's uh, incredible effort. So, um, rare, rare company. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really honoured,
0: mate. Mate, that's awesome. And we'll get down um, next year to the next event and be able to present a check or something. Um, get some, some good stuff uh, out of that all. Yeah. But, um, how's, uh, how? What will that do for, the, for the organisation, mate? What will something like that? Um, help out with?
10: Uh, well, at the moment we're we're going through a really exciting sort of progression where we're sort of working in genomics now and um, and gene therapy trials. So that's kind of the pointy end of, of medical research where you know the, the, the tangible results that you see are, are, are pretty life changing. So didn't it didn't exist for bone marrow failure sufferers in Australia seven years ago when we started Matty Rebot's Vision, but it does now, and, and we're sort of at the cutting edge of that, which is. Um, you know, it, it's a it's a fair legacy uh, that that, that Matty's been able to leave for, for other sufferers. So we're we're really proud. You know, pretty reflective this time of year. I think you know Christmas and all of that sort of heightens your your awareness of, of family and loved ones. And um and so this is uh this is pretty timely, mate. Thank you. Actually, you've caught me on the east coast, of Tassie. I think we spoke about it um during the uh, during the podcast episode. So I'm uh, I'm currently staring out at Mariah Island about. Ten kilometres off the east coast of Tassie, um, and we're going to we're going to duck out tomorrow morning for a fish and a dive and try and get some craze and some abalone and um, just real good sort of hunter gatherer stuff. Oh, so- we'd
0: love that, mate. There was funny as well after the show. Everyone was actually saying, I think. Nick, either he's a really good actor or he genuinely wanted you guys to come up to um, Tassie with him. So, can you confirm or deny? Is it the acting, or are we actually is that an well, opening? No, while? no,
10: you, you are <laughs> welcome, and I, um, I would love for you to take take the offer up. I throw the offer out there quite a lot. Yep, um, and. You know, it doesn't get taken up as, as often as it should because it, it is a genuine offer, mate. Anytime you want it, it's yours.
0: No, I really appreciate that. Hey, last one, because I know you're spending some, uh, some quality time with the family. And I really appreciate before what you said about it being a tough time of year. Uh, not tough time of year, but it's a reflective time of year for families and friends yep. going all through that stuff. So we're extremely honoured that we could, um you know, make this happen and be able to, to donate to such a worthy. Um, cause in that space but in saying that as well um, the episode did get listened to by a absolute shit ton of the audience what was did, did anything come from it personally for you did you like just in terms of feedback from anyone was there anyone that listened to the episode and learned something new that you you weren't sure about or more interested in something that you spoke about that they didn't know um in the in the past
10: I did get a lot of feedback about Tassie uh, and our conversation around that I mean it just I, I think it's kind of seems to resonate with people particularly the part around being able to just do do things that are that are real um in you know a a, a world where sort of and and i know like i struggle with this personally like there's just so many distractions so many distractions And, and i love being able to get down here i put my phone away there's spotty phone phone service which is is kind of a blessing so get down here with the kids and we do real stuff today we went out and Um, found this old suspension bridge about 10 10 k's up the river and crossed that and just walked and um, closed our eyes. This was a challenge, getting an eight-year-old, a six-year-old and a three-year-old to close their eyes and be quiet for a minute, just to be able to listen to the sounds as we were going for a bit of a walk. Now, I reckon we lasted 15 seconds before (laughs) one hit the other with a stick, and then the sounds were drowned out by a three-year-old screaming. But... The first fifteen seconds were awesome because we were listening to birds and you know all that all that sort of stuff. So, I, I think that's probably the stuff that resonated most. And and we, I don't know if we were talking about this before we went on, um, before we hit record. But you were talking about, um, you know, just uh, you were talking about trees.
0: Mm, I love um, trees.
10: Or, yeah, but you were talking about like trees and taking your shoes off and standing on the ground near trees. And that you had a thing about
0: trees. So, yes.
10: Um, you know, just just getting 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 back to trying to. Um, you know, get get in touch with with the real stuff that um, is getting harder and harder to do. So that was a big one.
0: Oh, I love it, mate. We really appreciate it, and uh, it, it honestly, did have a massive impact on on all of us listening. Your openness and honesty, and um, yeah, no, just I think when you get to and, and not to um to embarrass you, but I think like when you get to sort of a level, you are when we see you on TV to actually get you in person and never really have like spoken in depth with you before. Just the authenticity and genuineness of that chat, we just. Absolutely loved the main it shows that the audience did too. So we can't thank you enough for, for everything. We're wrapped that we're able to have a small impact um, with with Maddie's vision thank thank and, and everything as well. So we can't wait to get you in. Uh, and a big uh,
10: spike in donations too when the um on, on online donations really? when the when the potty came out. So to all of the people out there that that listened that uh, have donated not just to Maddie's vision um when the episode comes out but I'm sure Ned Brockman would have yep. seen a a big, a big sort of bump up in donations when he's his ad so thank you you got a, mate, you've got a great following um clearly a really loyal following but but um a very engaged and generous following as well so thank you to everyone out there merry
1: christmas yes
10: um remember it's it's much better to over cater than under cater at christmas um so that's what I'm I'm off to do mate I'm off to uh Start preparing for uh, Christmas Eve and Christmas Day because we're hosting. I so love it, mate. Know. I'm sure
0: it'll be great. And a big shout-out, uh, last but not least, everyone listening out there, if you are in the position, I know it's a tough time of year, but if you do want to get around uh, Maddie Rewards Vision, which, which obviously we are, it's www.mrv.org.au. And, um, yeah, it's, a, it's a incredible. Doing incredible things, mate. So we're wrapped that um, we, we play a small role in that, which will be huge. So thank you again. Have oh, what a great-
10: about you too? What about you getting up to Cathedral Lodge?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Mate, that's the second time I'm there, by the way.
10: lifestyles of the rich and famous. Unbelievable.
0: We'll we'll have to talk about this off air. Uh, We'll we'll get up there and have a couple games. Might even have to go over to Royal Hobart or something as well.
10: Mate, of course. We'll We'll come down, you can catch a fish, you can dive for a crate, and then you can have a hole-in-one at the 16th at Royal Hobart. I
0: love it. Absolutely love it, mate. Thanks again. Happy uh, Merry Christmas and send love to the family. We'll see you in the new year. Likewise. See you, mate. Cheers. See you, bud. What a great man. What a guy. I think they've said that after every single uh, person on.
1: He's very likable. Yeah. Very likable yeah. guy. I think
0: they done, boys. That's it. you, wow. It's a big app. What a year. It's getting it? freaking hot and sweaty in here as well. This is goodbye. Way well, it should be. Yeah. This is um goodbye. big thanks to you two. Thank you for the year. Incredibly done. Could I have done it without you? Probably. Probably. Sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but would it have been... You say that every day. <laughs> <laughs> mm. No, I couldn't. I really, really couldn't. We're a, we're a, good, uh, we're a good team. We work together um, to get everything done this year. And um, I can't thank you enough for both your efforts. And Daltz as well. Daltz. And Daltz as well, um, who, who is in Queensland at the moment. He couldn't get in today. He's definitely working from Queensland, isn't he? Yeah. Oh, He's yeah. Definitely, He's definitely, definitely working from Queensland. Uh, quick shout out to Joy as well. To Joy, Joy yeah. LePage, Sam's mother-in-law who loves the show. Quick shout out to her. And um, and everyone else, guys. In all seriousness, we love you. We absolutely cannot thank you enough for everything this year, um, from the bottom of my heart, and I'm sure you two boys as well. You are unbelievable, and thank you for everything. We think that it's sort of embarrassing sometimes, like getting people on and them saying how much they've learned from the show. Like we've learned so much more from you guys and girls than and than we can ever do. So we're just lucky enough to be here at the moment. It's built on the back of incredible people like yourself. We couldn't be more blessed to have this incredible, incredible, beautiful community that inspire us every day to keep going and keep hustling. Because it is it is really, really special. I do not do not take it for granted um, at all. So have a great Christmas, stay safe, give uh, everyone a hug and a kiss. And it can be a challenging time for a lot of people this time of year. I know there's everyone's got different situations, even myself. It does get a bit strenuous moving from house to house and family to family, but just keep a smile on the dial. Um, Enjoy a break. Like Nick Rewald said, get your shoes off, go hug a tree and uh, and smell some fresh air. And um, we'll see you back in 2023. Ilyxx. Thanks for listening to another Producey podcast. If you enjoyed the show, that'd be a massive help if you could like, follow, rate, subscribe, tap the bell, leave a review or even share with one of your friends or you could do them all. If you want to get in touch to share feedback, suggest a guest or advertise with one of our podcasts and email hello at Thanks for tuning in. Ili KO's got you covered this footy season with every game of every round live and ad break free during play. Wow, in the AFL this week, there are some huge games. Collingwood versus Adelaide, live with no ad breaks during play, exclusive in Victoria. Giants versus Bulldogs. Oh, I remember that game. I think it was 2016 at Giants Stadium to get the Bulldogs into the grand final. I will never forget that one. Live with no ad breaks free during play, exclusive in Victoria. And Essendon versus North Melbourne. Geez, that's the old Ben McKay Cup exclusive to Fox footy available on Ko. Don't forget those NBA playoffs. They are dominating at the moment. It is just getting bigger and better than ever. Watch every game of both Eastern and Western conferences finals live with ESPN on Ko. There's plenty of room for everyone, no matter what you want to watch. So get on board with Ko now also available on Hubble.